Calvin Kohl's cash. Yep, just a few hacks to work around inflation. Select styles. Offers end September 11th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-715-9880. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-715-9880. That's 800-715-9880. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Never be a victim and become an asset to the Wichita community with training from the Rainier Arms Firearms Academy. They offer a great selection of firearms to fit all your needs, competitive pricing on ammo, and an on-site experienced gunsmith. Come by the state-of-the-art indoor shooting facility and sign up to join our Rainier family for discounted products and so much more. Come by the Rainier Arms Firearms Academy and mention ESPN Wichita to receive a free range pass. Here in Manhattan, every man is a wildcat. Into the corner for three. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Join us for the start of a new era. Our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Be a part of the Wildcat journey all season long on your home for Kansas State basketball. Wednesday, Kansas State faces Oklahoma. Hear the tip-off at 7 on the home of the Wildcats, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Christine Lisi, former Georgia star defensive tackle Jalen Carter, one of the top prospects in next month's NFL draft, has been charged in the January 15th crash that killed offensive lineman Devin Willock and recruiting staff member Chandler LaCroix. Carter faces misdemeanor counts of reckless driving and racing. The crash occurred hours after the Bulldogs' championship parade. Carter said he intends to return to Athens to answer the charges and expects to be fully exonerated. NBA power forward Kevin Durant will make his Phoenix debut tonight against the Hornets. Expect a smooth transition for Durant with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and the rest of the Suns, believes ESPN's Monica McNutt. I do think that the relationship between Book, CP3, and Kevin Durant, as far as their Olympic team experience, will expedite this process. And we know that KD is a seamless basketball player. Give him an offense, give him a chance to grasp the offense and his teammates' tendencies. Insert, you have buckets. KD coming back from a knee injury will be on a minutes restriction tonight. The Lakers have ruled out Anthony Davis against the Thunder tonight due to a right foot stress injury. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. They're close, convenient, and have the parts you need fast, along with excellent customer service from professional parts people you can trust. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of all you wrote. Heroin 
What's up, Wichita? Happy hump day, everyone. Midway through the week. Kansas victorious again. Jayhawks winning the Big 12 championship, at least a share of it. Kansas State with a big game tonight against Oklahoma. We'll talk about those things over the course of the next couple hours here on The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We are also streaming online at ESPNWichita.com. You can check us out on your smartphone. You can download the TuneIn app. That's nice and simple. But if you don't want another app, that's no big deal. The website's always good to go to. And you can check out old shows by going to the website, might I add. You can also listen to us from the comfort of your own home if you have a smart speaker. Tell your smart speaker to tune in to ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Stroffman. Producing today is Jack Johnson. You can give us a call at any point throughout the show at 316-669-4996. That's 316-669-4996. Keep that number handy. All throughout the week, we've been giving away tickets to Wichita State's games, if you will. Primarily, Wichita State men's basketball versus USF. But we will have some baseball tickets to give away here before too long. Baseball officially opened things up at X Stadium for the year. So that is coming up this weekend. They actually kicked things off Friday during the day. So exciting times with that in the men's basketball team and softball also in action this weekend. Should be a busy weekend at Wichita State. We'll have tickets to give away for baseball and for men's basketball. So have the number handy, 316-669-4996. We still have a few pair of tickets left here for Wichita State men's basketball, so stay tuned for that. Have the number ready to rock and roll. If you want to be a part of the show, on the text line, 316-247-0923. Twitter, ESPN Wichita, Pat Strothman, Johnny J underscore 15. Those are the three handles you should be following. And if you want to message us on Facebook, that is always cool, ESPN Wichita 92.3. Your show lineup for today, coming up in 20 minutes. It is a Wednesday, so that means voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. We'll be able to talk to him about K-State's most recent win down in Stillwater as K-State took down Oklahoma State. And now the Wildcats take on another team from the Sooner State. They take on the Oklahoma Sooners tonight at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage at 6 right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. So you'll hear from the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, coming up at 225. At 245, hey, Aaron Rodgers, how you doing? Yeah, that's right, Aaron Rodgers is back in the news. Of course, we'll sneak that in there. I feel like we always have to whenever we have something being reported on when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Combine taking place, or at least we're getting ready for the combine, I should say. Brett Feach, Andy Reid, talked to media members not too long ago. Andy Reid also spoke to guys there for the NFL Network, and we'll have that audio for you coming up at 3.02. And we'll also kind of summarize what Andy Reid had to say in front of a group of reporters 
I believe it was the day before. So that's coming your way at 302. 325, we'll have Isaac Brown audio. His press conference was yesterday. We have that audio from yesterday. It's brought to you by Wooshock Wheat, brewed by the great people at Wichita Brewing Company. Isaac Brown spoke to media members ahead of the game tomorrow at Houston, number one team in the country. And Wichita State also takes on USF this week. It's the final week of regular season basketball. Pretty crazy to think that we are here because it seemed like just yesterday we just got things going. So it's March, and that means postseason basketball is almost here. March Madness is just around the corner. And we'll wrap things up at 345 with a What If Wednesday with Jack Johnson. That is our show for today. It's March 1st, 2023. Thank you so much for making us a part of your afternoon. This is the Pulse on ESPN Wichita. All right. Well, we do start with the big news. Although it's not maybe surprising news, I think it is a little surprising, though, because there for a little bit you didn't know if Kansas would find a way to get a share of another Big 12 championship. Well, Kansas found a way to do it, and boy, was it just so poetic last night. The Kansas Jayhawks, they were able to fend off a very pesky Texas Tech team inside Allen Fieldhouse, 67-63. I asked Jack at the tail end of the show, I said, Jack, what was the spread going into the game? He revealed it was nine, nine and a half, and I think both him and I agreed, do not take Kansas, you better take Texas Tech. We had a feeling it would be a harder match than what you would originally think of. Because I think everyone's like, oh, Kansas, they're one step away from the Big 12 championship. They're just going to cream Texas Tech. The way that Texas Tech plays, I just don't know if you can really, truly, you know, blow them out. And we know Kansas at home. We talked about Wichita State and what the Shockers do away from Coke Arena. Well, how about the Kansas Jayhawks and what they do inside Allen Fieldhouse compared to being on the road? There's a little bit of a difference there as well. But there was some... Allen Fieldhouse magic down the stretch last night as Kansas improved to 25 and 5, 13 and 4 in the Big 12, at least a share of a Big 12 championship. KU will win the title outright if Texas loses to TCU today or if Kansas beats Texas on Saturday in Austin. Jalen Wilson, Dewan Harris, those two guys, they were able to lead the way for Kansas. Jalen Wilson had 21. Dewan Harris finished with 16. Kevin McCuller, former Texas Tech Red Raider, had 14 points against his former team. And that was it for Kansas. K.J. Adams wasn't in double figures. Grady Dick went over. Joseph Yesfu came off the bench and got one bucket. Ernest Ude Jr. came off the bench and got one bucket. But something that we've seen with this Kansas team as of late, and I think we were all curious about it, really. Kansas is a team that likes to run and gun, a team that can put points up on the board. I think we've talked about that before with this Kansas team. But the real thing is, if Jalen Wilson is struggling or if this team's not hitting threes, can Kansas adjust? Can the Kansas Jayhawks win ugly games? And last night was certainly... An ugly game. Kansas was able to win by four, 67-63. I think some of that has to deal with Texas Tech, but I also think it has to deal with Kansas. And really the shot selection 
of the Kansas Jayhawks last night. I think Bill Self, I didn't listen to his press or his uh, post game, but I, I would imagine that he wasn't happy with the amount of three point shot attempts. At the end of the day, Kansas shot 23, but in the first half, more than half of the shot attempts came from deep in the first 20 minutes of action. Kansas had 30 field goal attempts in the first half, 17 coming from beyond the arc. So in the second half, what does Kansas do? Kansas attempts just six threes. Kansas did a much better job in terms of shot selection there in half number two. But Texas Tech, give credit to the Red Raiders. They made shots. They also adjusted their approach. They only had five three-point attempts in the second half. They kept going to the rim, and they were able to put points up on the board. They shot 52% from the field. That's a job well done by Texas Tech. But at the end of the day, it, it's the grittiness of Kansas that has been the difference over the last couple of games. I know against Baylor, inside Allen Fieldhouse, trailing by 17, Kansas finds a way to erase that, to win by 16 points, dominated the second half, made shots, Baylor didn't, Kansas made an adjustment, didn't switch things defensively, and that's what good coaches do in Bill Self. You find a way to adjust those things. Kansas against TCU. I think that was an ugly game that Kansas was able to win. More points on the board on Saturday against West Virginia, but down the stretch when Kansas needed to stop, Kansas was able to lock down. And last night against Texas Tech, would you see? Final minute or so. Now, Texas Tech helped out Kansas by not making free throws. But down the stretch, what happened? Kansas was able to lock down. When it comes down to the final minute, minute and a half, when you have that winning DNA in your blood, guess what happens? You find ways to win. And Kansas found another way to win. And with that W... If you look at Joe Lenardi's projections, Kansas is now the number one seed in the Midwest, which that would do Kansas wonders in the NCAA tournament. But I thought it was just so poetic last night that Kevin McCuller, the former Texas Tech Red Raider, he's the one that comes up with the big play. Now, some people, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, majority of them K-State fans going, well, hold on, Kevin McCuller came down, he shoved Harmon out of the way. It should have been a foul. Jalen Wilson also probably should have it should have been ruled as a travel before he shot. Yeah, sure. It's Allen Fieldhouse. Get over it. That's just the way it goes. But Kevin McCuller all year long, we've talked about him multiple times here on the show. I know a lot of people get frustrated with Dewan Harris. Kevin McCuller was that guy to me for a good chunk of the season. And now here he is playing his best basketball down the stretch for Kansas. And this is this is what Kansas needed. This is why Bill Self went after Kevin McCuller, because he knew that he could be this type of a player for Kansas. You're not seeing him take bad shots. You're not seeing him turn the ball over. He's rebounding well. He's defending well. He had 14-9 and nine last night and only had one turnover. Kansas in general only had five turnovers for the game, which job well done for Kansas to hang on to the basketball. But Kevin McCuller has been really the X factor for this Kansas team going into Big 12 tournament play. This is the Kevin McCuller that Kansas needs. He has turned things around. And it was just so poetic that a former Texas Tech Red Raider 
would take down his former team by making that type of a play, that hustle play. That's the play that Bill Self wants out of Kevin McCuller. That's why he recruited him. Turns out here he is giving exactly what Bill Self has been wanting all season long. I got to say, though, you got to think about this in a way to those Wichita lovers out there or, you know, I should say Wichita natives. You probably have grown up hearing the name Grady Dick for a long time because the guy is a heck of a basketball player. If that truly was Grady Dick's final game inside Allen Fieldhouse because he is a projected lottery pick right now, if that was his final game, man, 0 for 7 from the floor, 0 of 5 from deep. He had five rebounds, had four assists. Certainly not ideal for Grady Dick, and that could be a, a fun little trivia question down the line if Grady Dick chooses not to return to Kansas. But again, Grady Dick, team's really keying on him. I thought he got freed up for some good looks, didn't make any. And he had some bad defensive moments last night, too. It wasn't Grady Dick's best game. It wasn't Kansas's best game by any stretch of the imagination. But we've seen this team grind things out now. They have found a way to grind out wins. And that's exactly what Kansas needed to learn. Because I think there for a little bit, Kansas was relying on one player in Jalen Wilson to put 25 points on the board every single night. Now it's no longer just that. Now it's time to lock down defensively and play our best basketball going into March. And that is what we're, is what we're seeing from Kansas as the Jayhawks, they claim their 17th Big 12 championship in the last 19 years. 316-247-0923. That is the text line. A couple of text messages here. One person talking about KSU fans not liking officiating. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I can't I can't say that one word. I guess I could. Technically, Jack would have no issues with it, but I do. I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> I did get this. I wish Bill Self would run KJ and Ernest Uday together three to five minutes a game. I think two bigs could have been beneficial last night. Yeah, I think in certain situations you're right, but even Bill Self, if you've listened to Bill Self over the course of his coaching career at Kansas, there's no doubt that that he was really traditional for the longest time where you would have three guards, two bigs. That's just the way it goes. But college basketball has changed, and he even admitted, I think it was – on college game day when he was talking to Jay Billis and, and so on and so forth, I think he might have admitted that I don't think he's ever going to go back to the traditional two bigs and, and three guard lineup. I don't think he's ever going to go back to that. But I do think that there are moments to where it might warrant that for sure. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I think it would be interesting seeing those guys together as well. But this this Kansas team is, is built on guards and some wing players, and there's no doubt that Bill Self has been able to adapt to that and that's what good coaches do that's what good coaches have to do to be honest with you you have a system but if you don't have the right pieces for that system you better adapt or you're not going to win many ball games and bill self has certainly done that over the course of his hall of fame career as a kansas jayhawk and really when you look at this year and this big 12 championship run where does it rank in the big 12 championship seasons for kansas i don't really have I mean, we could spend a full segment talking about that. And I don't really want to maybe answer that question now because it's easy to sit here and go, yeah, this is Bill Self's toughest season. Like, this is his best coaching job. This is what he's been able to do. I think there are some other seasons that we're, we're all forgetting about. 
And the guy coached the team last year to a national championship. He, a couple of years ago in, in 2012, we were talking about Tyshawn Taylor moments ago. The fact that that team made it all the way to the national championship against Kentucky, that in itself was pretty incredible. But there's no doubt that Bill Self deserves a lot of credit for this season. Considering all the other teams, he lost Ochai Baji, Christian Brown, David McCormick. He lost some some big pieces like Remy Martin. It is incredible that he found a way to get the job done once again. But no one should be surprised because Bill Self is a reason why he's a Hall of Fame coach. He's able to get these guys to play some darn good basketball in a very, very tough conference like the Big 12. Now, the regular season's not over yet. They still have Texas coming up on Saturday. And then it's Big 12 tournament time, which we're going to be there in Kansas City next week, which that's going to be a blast for us. So we'll tell you more about that as we get a little bit closer to that. So we'll see if Kansas can win the Big 12 tournament. At the end of the day, I think now now that you're number one in the Midwest, according to Joe Lenardi, now you got to make sure you stay in that spot because that could be really beneficial for Kansas. All right, Jack Johnson, Mr. Jayhawk, who I guess, what did you say to Shane earlier during, uh, during the wham moment when you played Jim Nance in the 2008 National yeah, Championship? He, he said, what, what, did, what did you say? Because, like, I'm pointing to Mario Chalmers. Like, that's what I'm doing right away, and – all of a sudden, I hear my name get thrown in there. I'm like, what the heck did Jack Johnson say? What did he say? Oh, it was all what positive he things. About? He oh, said, okay. we got a mural of the Pat Mario Chalmers thing right here. I said, oh, probably because of Pat, right? Because you are the KU guy. He's the Wichita State guy. So I didn't know if it was a, a mural, like a, a picture or a poster in there. Okay, So I'm gotcha. like, if you would have put the poster in there, my guess would be that it was you and not Shane because Shane's not a KU guy. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. And he I said gotcha it's a combination now. of everything. So I said, okay, now I got a, a more clear picture of it. Yeah, apparently we need to get a we need to get something up on Instagram to let people know what our studio looks like. And the people that are winning these Wichita State tickets, they're starting to see what our station is like here at uh, Riverfront Stadium. Our studio is awesome, and we do have this plexiglass that's right here to our right. And it just looks so pretty. <laughs> it's just a super, super pretty plexiglass type of, of poster, if you will. So, yeah, one of these days we need to get Jack to actually make a trek away from Kansas City and come down here and kick it with Shane and the crew. We'll see if we can have do Dylan something run the like board. That. Yeah, we'll do that. Have have Dylan Michaels hop on, or we can get uh, Kyle Collier, who's a KCAC veteran. Maybe we can get that to happen too. But uh, anywho, Jack, your thoughts on Kansas winning another Big 12 title game? Well, I think in this recent winning streak for Kansas, the main thing I took away from it is that their success, how far they go in March, is dependent on one player. And it's not Jalen Wilson. It's not Jalen Wilson going out there and scoring 25 or 30 points. It's not Grady Dick hitting five or three th- or five or six three-pointers in a game. It's not Kevin McCullough putting up double-doubles. Hell, it's not even K.J. Adams being a post-presence. It's Dewan Harris. Dewan Harris is the X factor of this team, and we've seen the stat that when he scores more than three points, KU's undefeated. So when he is just a scoring factor, he's a scoring threat, KU plays much better. And go back to their tournament run last year. When did they really take off? It was when Dewan Harris got more comfortable shooting the ball. And when he wasn't a factor, when he's non-existent on the floor, you're playing four on five. And we've seen this year when KU would lose games when you go to the Tennessee game, you go to the Iowa State game, you go to the Kansas State game, you go to the TCU game. 
He scored two points or no points in those games. He only would take two or three shots from the floor, if even that. Against TCU, he was shut out. He didn't score, and I think two or three attempts from the floor. When Dewan Harris is playing the way he was last night, though, in the game against Texas, hell, I'd even go as far as the game against Baylor. He didn't score a lot against Baylor, but he still was more of a stat sheet stuffer in that game. You have to just understand that he is the X Factor. KU will go as far as Dewan Harris takes him, and he's not the best player. He's not even the best defender on the team, but he's what makes this team go. He's what determines the success of this team, and I thought that last year as well. You know, Ochai Abaji, he's the National Player of the Year candidate. It's Christian Brown. It's David McCormick playing well. It's Jalen Wilson being a thrasher. Oh, it's Remy Martin off the bench. Really, when this team took off and when they became unbeatable when it was all said and done, it was because Dewan Harris operated this offense like a quarterback. The drop-off and point guard play from Dewan Harris to Joseph Desfoon, Bobby Pettiford is so massive that you see it just in a couple of possessions on the floor. When Dewan Harris comes off the floor, the offense is different. They can't run things the same way. Go to the West Virginia game, the final minute when Dewan Harris hurt his foot. He's off in the game. KU nearly crumbled. <laughs> they nearly coughed that game up, gave the game away. And I'm sitting there last night going, man, not only is Dewan Harris running this offense like a true number one point guard, he's kind of becoming that guy that when they need a bucket, he's not afraid to take the shot. And he's getting good looks, might I add. You know, there's times that I think Jalen Wilson and Kevin McCuller, or in Grady Dick, I'll add in Grady Dick to this conversation, they just kind of force it up there when the look's not even there. The good thing about Dewan Harris, he's not forcing many looks. When he is forcing a shot, it's when he's trying to drive to the goal and he tries kind of that that floater running toward the baseline, a little bit of an underhand scoop. But even then, it's somewhat of a high percentage shot. There's times where Jalen Wilson or Grady Dick are trying to force shots because maybe they haven't gotten the looks they wanted to. Dewan Harris, to me, has been the most impressive player in this stretch. He's what makes this thing go. And if KU makes another run to a Final Four and maybe a National Championship, it's because Dewan Harris is leading this offense and not maybe some of the other guys on the floor. I kind of chuckle that here you are going on this on this little you know spiel about about Dewan Harris. I guess I don't get so so worked up because I think last year I was singing the praises of Dewan Harris. This year, this is nothing new. I'm not surprised by this, Jack. I'm not because this is what Dewan Harris can do. It's just a matter of can he be that aggressive guy when you need him to be aggressive. And he has picked his moments. He has. He has picked his moments, which is why I haven't been like, you know, this guy's the the, the, the most important piece to, to Kansas in, in the postseason because I've known that all season long. I think he's been that guy all season, which is why I'm just kind of not surprised when when he's doing these things. I'm like, this is this is exactly what I expected from DeWan Harris. It's it's the fact. The reason why I talk about Kevin McCuller so much is because I expect. I think I expected way more out of him this year, and now I'm starting to see it during this winning streak for Kansas. I'm starting to see it now. There for a little bit, I wasn't there for a little bit. It was this guy is a, a worse shooter than Marcus Garrett, which that's not ideal for being a wing guy for this Kansas team. But he has certainly shown me a lot down the stretch as we. Get ready for Big 12 tournament play next week. Rock, chalk it up, as voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney wants to say. That's his catchphrase at the very end of games. You can rock, chalk it up. Another Big 12 championship for Kansas. 17 Big 12 championships in 19 seasons. It is the Kansas Jayhawks. It's their world, and we're just living in it. All right, coming up, we do have uh, 
some audio get to Isaac Brown from Wichita Statements Basketball. We also have Andy Reid from the Kansas City Chiefs. But up next, we need to visit with our guy, Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, K-State, Oklahoma tonight. We'll break it down next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Back to school shopping on a budget? Then Kohl's is the place to go. With the extra 20% off, I got my kids activewear for under $9 and jeans for $14.39. Plus, I found two for 20 character tees and got $10 off as a Kohl's Rewards member. More style and more savings? Check and check. Select styles 20% offer ends August 14th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. So, you're throwing a 4th of July barbecue and wondering what to cook. Also, is it time for a new grill? So you Lowe's. And the Red Vest Associate says, Hey, this is Angela from Lowe's. A new grill can be a game changer. Like our special buy Master Forge Turkle Grill for just $128, valued at $169. And maybe break it in with some ribs. I'll take the grill and the ribs, please. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Valid 623-76 while supplies last. just another day, that doesn't mean you deserve just another shower. Nebbia by Moen Quattro creates four unique shower experiences. Relieve, soothe, clarify, and cleanse to give you all the escape while using 50% less water than standard showers. Making your everyday routine an experience. Water designs our life. Who designs for water? Moen. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now hands on the wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. KFC knows that when it comes to chicken sandwiches, there's good and there's finger licking good. A chicken sandwich? That's good. A 100% white meat KFC chicken sandwich so delicious it forces you to rethink everything you know about sandwiches, including whether or not they even need buns, but then you remember how good a brioche bun can be and then having to rethink your rethinking? That's finger licking good. KFC's chicken sandwich, always served hot and crispy in your choice of classic or spicy. Order now on the KFC app. Kentucky Fried Chicken, that's finger licking good. Prices and product availability may vary. Hey, Wichita State diehards, there's one more home game left for the men's basketball regular season as your Shockers play USF on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Want to go? Then listen to the Shane Dennis Show from 12 to 2 and the Pulse with me, Pat Strompman, from 2 to 4 every day this week for your chance to win. Plus, Wichita State baseball is at home this weekend. We'll be giving away tickets to that as well. Locking in to Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3. Welcome back to the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. 
Producing the show is Jack Johnson. I'm Pat Stropman. At this time, we always visit with the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. And Wyatt, well, tonight you're taking on, or not you, Kansas State is taking on Oklahoma. But let's go to the game before then. Kansas State's able to win on the road at Oklahoma State's Oklahoma State, one of those tough teams, and we knew that if Oklahoma State would make some three-point shots that it could be difficult, but K-State did a magnificent job of slowing them down from beyond the arc, and Kansas State finally able to snap that low, that road losing streak here in conference play. Your overall thoughts with K-State taking down the Cowboys this past weekend? It just felt so good, Pat, going out onto the road and winning one because K-State had started so so perfectly, really, on the road to start conference play with the win at Texas and at Baylor in that initial week. But it had been pretty difficult since that time with five straight losses. I think they really were cut in and and ready to go and put a lot of importance on winning on the road again prior to the end of the regular season. And it was, you know, like you thought it would be, tight, tense game, down two. Um, I thought the game kind of turned on the technical foul, honestly. K-State outscored Oklahoma State 24-13 after that technical with just under 11 minutes to go in the second half. And at the end of the day, sometimes it's just about making shots. And in the second half, K-State shot 52%, uh, including making five threes, and they were 9 of 10 at the free throw line. In the meantime, the Cowboys go for the, for the second half. They're, they're at, you know, 30, 38-ish percent. So it was a, it was a very, very uh, – Big win for K State, no question about that. Yeah, and I and I said this going into the weekend. I said, look, I understand that the NCAA tournament, it's not like these games are being played at host sites on respective campuses. It's not like right. you know Kansas State's going to have to go to a certain place and play in that team's personal arena. So it's not like the NCAA. It's not like it's a, a true road environment. But I still felt like it was huge for Kansas State to get that win, just to get that mentality and, and that confidence back to where you can win away from Bramlage Coliseum, especially in the NCAA tournament. It's all about adapting to new environments. So how big of a deal is this for Kansas State going into the big dance? Well, I think it is a big deal. Um, again, I think this has been a basketball team that, generally speaking, has been pretty consistent over the course of this season. They haven't had, you know, a real long losing streak. They've had a, a tough stretch where they lost four out of five and at one point three in a row and four of five in that in that stretch. But they've been able to fight their way out of it. And I, I think what I appreciate here is is just attack what what you feel meaning they put a lot of emphasis on winning on the road in that game and and beating oklahoma state and and being the tougher team um and and you know as coach always says toughness is a great thing and and defense travels and that that's going to be the the thing going forward there are going to be a lot of 50 50 games or a handful of excuse me 50 50 games moving forward here both in the in the league tournament and in the NCAA tournament, and having those kind of games where you have some adversity and, and find a way to overcome it, I think means a lot in the growth of the team, frankly. Kansas State has been rock solid in terms of three-point percentage on the defensive side. They do a good job of, yeah. of, of making it difficult for teams 
to shoot from beyond the arc. What what has been the big reason for that, in your opinion? Is it simply just, hey, you got guards that can go out there and chase people off the line with Marquise Noel and certainly Keontae Johnson can get out there as well? But what what do you think? What do you think that the big reason is for K State with their ability to hold teams to below a certain percentage from beyond the arc? You know, it's an interesting subject because teams are shooting just 29% from three against K-State. And you mentioned Marquise, who was a member of the All-Big 12 defensive team last year in Keontae. But, you know, you got Desi Sills and, and Cam Carter, who I believe are really pretty good defenders. And you could probably throw Tyke Green in there a little bit, too. But the other factor isn't just guards guarding guards. You know, K-State will switch a lot. And you're, you're going to see sometimes Bebe guarding somebody like Bryce Thompson or, you know, somebody like Chris Harris. And I think that's the, the thing going back to what we said earlier in the year about this team is that they were longer, they were more athletic, um, and they had the ability to play multiple positions. And I think that's continued to be the case. And they've grown through this. It, it's, they are a pretty darn good defensive team. Are, at the, are they at the top of the league, you know, giving up 68 points a game? No, they're kind of more towards the middle. But I do think they, they compete. And, and uh, when they do that, they're, they're, they're pretty darn good in a really hard league. Voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita, many 2.3 FM, K-State victorious at Oklahoma State this past weekend. And now it's Oklahoma tonight at Bramlage Coliseum. Wyatt, K-State's 3-0 with Desi Sills being in the starting lineup. I don't know if, if there's a direct correlation to wins with Desi being in the starting lineup or not, but I think it's it's something to note, right? I mean, how can you not bring it up that K-State has been able to have this type of success with Desi being in the starting lineup? What, is, what has he been able to do so far? Well, I think you have to understand just the makeup of Desi and this team to appreciate him for what he is. And what I mean by that is, is he's a pretty well-rounded player. Is he the best shooter ever? Not necessarily. He's 44% for his career, 31% from three and 70% at the free throw line. Those are good numbers, but not necessarily great. But his ability to play multiple positions, like I talked about before, he's left-handed. He can play the point. He can play the two. He can defend, you know, probably three different positions. He is a guy who has, been a starter in his career so this isn't anything new to him but I appreciate him too because he's accepted his role at K-State for a large portion of this season the first 26 games he was coming off the bench and still averaging almost 30 minutes a game so he's a, a really really big piece for K-State I, I for me I, I mean when when you start talking about you know two guys in in Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, who could both be first-team All-Big 12, those guys are no-brainers. But I, I think most people that follow this team realize that Desi is a very special piece in, in so many ways. I can promise you, man, they're going to miss him. He's pretty good. Yeah, well, there you go. You kind of led into the next question about this senior group, Marquise Noel and yeah. Keontae Johnson, those two guys very much in contention of being two All-Big 12 first-teamers, and rightfully so, they should be. They should absolutely be considered to be on the first team in the Big 12 Conference with what they've been able to do. Marquise just being such a, a great overall leader for this K-State team. And then Keontae Johnson, 
there's no doubt that if there was a comeback player of the year award in the NCAA, Keontae Johnson is for sure the number one guy. Then he threw on yeah. Desi Sills and you know Bay Bay. I know Nate Aubrey's a guy who you know isn't getting major minutes, but I do appreciate Nate Aubrey because I remember his older brother. Um, I was able to uh, uh, see him, I believe, at Manhattan, if I remember correctly. Uh, had an older brother yeah. at Manhattan High, so. You know, seeing the Aubrey name, that's uh, always a cool thing. And then Tyke Green's a guy that gets overlooked. But that's the the senior lineup for this K-State unit. And with it being senior day at Bramlage Coliseum, something tells me those fans are really going to appreciate what this group has been able to do under Jerome Tang in his first season. So your thoughts on the senior group? Well, I think you, you have to start with Marquise, and and because he's the only guy who's been here more than a year, and that's kind of the the odd part of it. I, I, and I think success is is a very interesting thing because you know the rest of those guys haven't been here very long, and yet I think people are going to remember them exceptionally fondly for what they've accomplished, and at least to this point in the year, is a twenty two win team and a and a team that was picked for last and has won ten conference games. <laughs> that's that's a pretty special thing when you come right down to it. I think when you start looking at the history of K-State basketball at two-year players, Marquise is going to be in the upper 5 or 6%. Uh, I, I personally would probably start with a couple of guys like, um, oh, Mitch Richmond, you know, you know, who probably played 12 or 13 or 14 years in the NBA and was mm-hmm. a multiple-time All-Star. Um and I don't want to start naming everybody, but uh, they've, they've had some good ones here, obviously. But, I mean, Marquise has just been unbelievable, man. Um, <laughs> I I don't have all of the stuff in front of me, but he's he's leading the league in scoring in conference games. He's leading the league in deals. He's leading the league in assists. Uh, I mean, it just he's just he's not perfect. He'll he'll make an occasional throw or two that you think, oh my God, what's he thinking? And then he'll make a play where you just shake your head the other way and say, where would we be without this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of him in a nutshell. And I think all of us appreciate him for his heart and his toughness. He cares. He cares about this group. He cares about K-State. Um, and, and he's. I'm proud of him for, and for that matter, Ish, too, for hanging in here with this new staff, giving them a chance, helping them recruit those other guys. They're always going to be remembered for that, and I think Keith is a huge, huge part of that. Yeah, no doubt. Well, tonight it is Oklahoma, and the Sooners, they're, they're still a part of the Big 12, so you know that they're going to be tough regardless, <laughs> and uh, they're still still you know playing to strengthen to strengthen their, their NCAA tournament hopes and trying to get a better seed and so on and so forth. So what stands out about Oklahoma? Well, you know, K-State kind of owes them one. <laughs> and I don't know if they'll look at it like that or not. That we didn't play very well down there two weeks ago last night, and they played well. They shot the ball well. Um, I think you've got to get after them and get up in them tonight out of the gate. Play with some emotion, handle the senior night emotion of it, um, and just kind of continue what they've been doing in this three-game winning streak because it's been really good, uh, solid. You know what I mean? Um, so, so hopefully it plays out that way. But I worry the most about two things the the emotion of senior night and how you handle that and then you know sometimes we can make the game pretty complex or pretty easy uh last time they made shots and we didn't and i'm hoping it's the other way tonight 
simple, simply <laughs> outdated. Yeah, no doubt. Voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You'll hear from him tonight. Pre-game coverage at 6 o'clock, tip at 7 as it's Oklahoma in K-State here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. All right, Wyatt, well, let's get your reaction from Kansas winning a Big 12 championship, or at least a share of it last night. I know Texas has a shot at trying to get a share of it as well. Baylor started the Big 12 conference slate 0-3 and still found a way to get to the near the top of the of the Big Twelve standings. This this conference, what do you think? Eight teams maybe getting in the NCAA tournament. So this Big Twelve conference, we, we talk we talk about it every year about how loaded it is. But yeah. you know, if you need any proof of how, how good this league is, West Virginia goes to Allen Fieldhouse and has a chance to beat them. And then you have Texas Tech last night. Texas Tech made it very, very tough for Kansas there in Lawrence, sure. uh, but, you know, KU able to, you know, beat KU and find a way to get some magic down the stretch inside Allen Fieldhouse with Kevin McCuller getting a a, a ball, a, a steal, or a takeaway, wherever you, might, wherever you want to call it, and then he gets a bucket. So just your, your thoughts on the Big 12 as we near the Big 12 tournament next week in Kansas City. Well, I, I guess I would start, as you did with Kansas, just, just from this perspective, uh, to lose what they lost, and still put together a 25 and five season to this point and have, you know, whatever it is now, 15 quad one wins. That's, that's amazing, man. And, and the fact that, that you look at, here's what I look at, right or wrong. Okay. They have gone five and three in this league on the road. Baylor has gone five and four, Texas four and four, K State and TCU three and five. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has won twice. Mm-hmm. Shows you how hard it is, but for them to be five and three away from Allen, yeah, they're going to find a way to to beat you at home. That's what they do, right? I mean, that's what they do. They're fifteen and one at home, but they've also over overall in this season they've won seven out of ten on the road. I think it takes a lot of toughness for that, and then they've adapted as the years gone on. It hasn't been perfect, and yet there they set. You got to give them some credit there. I, I really like Texas. I think they could be a team that will go a ways. Um, Baylor, I think, is a no-brainer. Um, everybody talks about K-State and TCU uh, and, and what they are like when they're at their optimum level. And, and I know Iowa State's kind of slid down a little bit here of late, but they're still, they're still a decent club. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bark here and say I think West Virginia belongs in, man. Mm-hmm. If you look at their non-conference schedule, it, it's as good as anybody and maybe the best in the country in terms of who they've played. You could argue that could they use another couple of wins in that? Sure. But who else has gone out and played teams like Xavier and Purdue and Pitt? And I mean, think about that. If you're ever going to put a six- or seven-win conference team in, it'll be West Virginia. Yeah. Trust me on that. Yeah, and I think Bob Huggins, I think he had something to say about that, too, after the KU yeah. loss. <laughs> Doesn't he always? <laughs> he, always has so- he always has something to say, just the way it is. That's how oh, Bob yeah. Huggins. Yeah. That's we'll how make he- him great. Yeah, exactly. That's how, that's how he operates. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Lastly, spring practice underway for K-State football. Can't believe that we're already Next- here. <laughs> Like, I know. Like Next just Tuesday, yesterday. they're going to practice. They've, they've got a couple of practices. 
next week, and then, of course, they're off for spring break week. Uh, I'm excited for them to come back after the spring uh, spring break because there are so many guys back. You know, you have certainly significant losses, obviously, with Deuce and, you know, guys like Eli Huggins and what have you, Julius Brands. I mean, there are some pretty significant losses. But I think the, the future of the program is in great hands, and they've got a lot of good young quality players that they're going to integrate this spring. And I, I can't wait to watch it. I, I hope I get interrupted quite a bit with basketball here in the next month. But uh, I hope I also get to see some football practice, too, because it's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people in Wichita, I think we're all keeping an eye out on a guy by the name of Avery Johnson, who's already up there uh, for Mays. So oh, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely yeah, excited. <laughs> <laughs> he's been around pretty good, buddy. And he can run, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's he, the main he thing. Can run. He can He can I, skew. I didn't realize he could run like that. But he, can, he, can, he can kick it. Yeah, he yeah. can He could skew. That's for darn sure. Yes, so. he can. Looking yeah. forward to seeing how spring uh, practice uh, shapes up there for Chris Kleiman and the Kansas State Wildcats. Wyatt, thank you so much for your time. Have yourself a wonderful call tonight, and we'll visit again next week. You got it, partner. Great talking to you, Pat. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You'll hear from Wyatt tonight. Pre-game coverage at 6 o'clock from Bramlage Coliseum. It is senior night for the K-State Wildcats as they take on the Oklahoma Sooners. Well, it's also senior night for the Wichita State men's basketball team. I guess not senior nights, more so senior day coming up on Sunday. Wichita State and USF, 1 o'clock tip. Do you want to go? Well, we got the hookup. Be caller number three right now at 316-669-4996. That is 316-669-4996. A pair of tickets, yours. If you're caller number three, 316-669-4996, Wichita State, USF, 1 o'clock tip at Coke Arena on Sunday. We want to let you be a part of the fun this weekend. So be caller number three, 316-669-4996. 96. Best of luck. When we come back, a little bit of NFL news, a little bit of a taste to what is to come. That's next here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liberella. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Seamless Cabernet, only $9.99. And don't forget WBC's Wooshock Wheat Six Packs, just $8.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Marty. Hi, Tom Bodette here. Just back from the Bodette family reunion, and honestly, I'm a little baffled by my nephew. Last reunion, he was still bouncing on my knee. Now he's hitting his head on ceiling fans. Good thing they stayed at Motel 6, where there's comfy beds with plenty of room to stretch out on. And great low rates, because, you know, teenagers eating a week's worth of groceries for lunch. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on. For you. Is your job recession-proof? 
Now might be the perfect time to switch careers and become an IT professional with My Computer Career. IT is listed as one of the top recession-proof professions. You can have your dream job in just months, not years. No experience needed. Take classes online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Uh, sire? Mm-hmm. Um, I just graduated first in my class at Stonemasonry School. I know. That's why we hired you. Yeah, cool. Uh, but I was wondering why all I've been doing is sweeping the floors and providing slop for the hogs. Well, how else do you think you learned to stonemason? By stonemasoning, maybe? <laughs> how does that make any sense? Throughout history, people have always been undervalued at work. That's why Monster lets you search salary by major. Find your job at monster.com or download the app. The 2023 Envision Golf 4 Vision Tournament will be held on Thursday, May 11th at Teradyne Country Club. Come join us and our friends and partners as we help raise money for Envision's programs and services that promote independence and create opportunity for people of all ages who are blind or visually impaired. To sign up or sponsor the event, contact us at 316-440-1532 or visit golfforvision.com. We hope to see you May 11th for a day of golfing for Envision. Entrepreneurs Wanted. With over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita, Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. Many of our tenants are startups, and they help drive the growth of the Wichita business community. The company culture at Occidental Management is one that celebrates entrepreneurship. We are committed to engaging with startup businesses to support their growth. At Occidental Management, our philosophy is to be a business partner with our tenants. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call 316 260 Congratulations, Ryan. You're going to see Wichita State in USF coming up on Sunday, one o'clock tip. If you miss the opportunity to win the tickets, don't you worry. We have another opportunity coming up in hour number two. We have been in a giving mood. Since we know March Madness is so crazy, we figured, all right, why not lean into it? Let's go ahead and give you some cool stuff, like Wichita State tickets. We've been giving away since Monday. So we have one more pair coming up in hour number two. And then I need to talk to Shane about, well, what do you want to do about some of these other pairs? Because we could have some more up our sleeves. Just saying. So if you didn't win, don't worry. Another chance in hour number two at 316-669-4996. Speaking of the second hour, Isaac Brown press conference audio brought to you by Wushak Wheat, brewed by Wichita Brewing Company. We have Andy Reid audio coming from the NFL Network. And at 345, we have a little What If Wednesday. And maybe we start this conversation and carry it over into the start of hour number two because in all reality, some stuff starting to take place for the NFL offseason. And one guy that a lot of people are paying attention to, he's already in the news. That one guy is Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, he's in the news. Go figure. 
Aaron Rodgers said he found an inner peace during his four-day darkness retreat last week with whatever his football future holds, but he did not reveal what that decision is or even whether he has made one. You don't say that Aaron Rodgers is keeping us waiting. Stunning. But the Green Bay Packers quarterback during a one-hour and 41-minute interview on the Aubrey Marcus podcast released Wednesday promised it won't take much longer to decide. Quote, it's best for anybody who has an interest to make a decision sooner rather than later. End quote. A day earlier... The Packers GM said at the NFL scouting combine that there has been little or no conversation with Rodgers since they wrapped up their end-of-season meetings in mid-January. Packers hope for a decision before free agency, which begins in less than two weeks. Rodgers, quote, I feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had that have been had with important people in my life, yourself included, that helped orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are right inside me, and I touched on many of them and definitely the feelings on both sides during the darkness, and I'm thankful for that time. There's a finality to the decision, and I don't make it lightly. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, I secretly hope, secretly hope, that Aaron Rodgers goes to the New York Jets and the New York media just goes after him. I can also see him go to the Las Vegas Raiders and being a part of that over there. But I don't know, Las Vegas, maybe the Raiders are going to try to get C.J. Stroud. Maybe that's their guy out there in Las Vegas. Aaron Rodgers very well could still be a Packer. I just don't know if I'm really buying that or not. If he does retire, I can tell you one thing. I know people are pointing that out, like, yeah, he could retire. The guy is going to leave millions and millions of dollars on the table if he retires. I don't think that's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers, as much as you want to sit here and go, well, he's made enough money, let's be real, he still wants that money. Come on now. He still wants that money. And someone's going to be willing to give him that money. New York, Las Vegas, someone's going to be willing to pay. Jets, a young roster, maybe you bring on a vet quarterback, which is why I wouldn't be surprised if Derek Carr is also a target for them. If he goes to Las Vegas, that makes sense because his boy is out there right now. Well, maybe not his boy, but you know what I'm saying. guy that he certainly probably likes and Devontae Adams. So I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. I can promise you one thing. He's not going to retire. There's no way that's going to happen. But in terms of him being a Packer, I'm not sure if that's going to be a possibility either because I think it's time. It's just time for the split to happen. We all know, we all know those people that have been in a relationship together for years and years, but yet we all know it's not good for them. It's time to just split up. Now's the time for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But we'll see what happens. He has a decision coming up here before too long, and I know we're going to be waiting on pins and needles because it is Aaron Rodgers. All right, coming up in hour number two, Andy Reid, what did he have to say at the Combine? 
Isaac Brown ahead of Houston. What if Wednesday and more tickets to give away? Don't go anywhere. It's the Pulse on ESPN Wichita. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.